Hello and welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. And for those of you that are unfamiliar with this podcast channel, I'm a Reiki master teacher and a shamanic practitioner. And I've been running my own healing practice since 2007. The work at present is focused on core wound healing, life purpose work, one-to-one healing sessions um, and sacred union sessions. So the website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. So first of all, thank you to everyone who listens in. Thank you for all your messages of support, um, both on social media and via email. They are incredibly appreciated, especially at this time. Um, Also, thank you for all your donations. You know, people often ask me how you can best support this channel. And the best way, really, is if you want to make a donation, you can go to the website sacredspacehealing.org. There's a drop-down menu and you can uh, on the home page, and you can click on the donations button and donate as much or as little as you feel called to. And all of that goes back into creating more free content. So as I think everyone knows in the world right now, you know, small businesses and entrepreneurs are the ones that are being hit the most with what's happening in the world. And... Um, I think free content is really important, Um, well, free content that has value. So when I set up the podcast channel many, many years ago, the intention was that um, people who couldn't, who felt that they couldn't afford a healing would still be able to access uh, information, teaching and healing in a way that didn't cost them anything. Um, It costs me to host the podcast channel and give of my time and record and so forth and to host the website all this stuff costs me but it's my way of putting back um, and giving something to those who feel that they're in need so um, so all your donations are really gratefully received because uh, as I've said in a few other podcasts I'm not affiliated by some big organization I'm not sponsored I don't have an affiliation program I'm not trying to sell you know products or anything I'm just sharing the work um, as it moves through me, really, and things that I think may assist people at this time. Um, so the website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. And uh, there will be, at some point, a Q&A podcast. So keep sending your questions in, and I will try and cover as many as possible in a, in a single podcast. I've got quite a few great questions bubbling away, but if there's others that you feel haven't been covered or something that you want to ask that you feel that might be in the remit um, of this podcast channel, then, you, you know, please send them in. Um, I suppose the final thing to say is as I purposefully keep the podcast channel really simple, so you can hear me click on and off as I press record. I don't record, I don't film myself doing the podcast. Um, I know that podcasts have exploded as we've been in lockdown, and there's all kinds of fancy stuff out there with all kinds of fancy people telling us stuff, and I've purposefully not gone down that road. Um, I started this channel in 2013 or something like that, so I've been doing it before it was cool to do a podcast, really. Um, And that's not something that I really want to change, so that's why the donations really help, because I don't really want to sell out and start doing all of that to get more listeners or to, you know, buy more followers and all of that nonsense. I don't believe in that. I believe that the information will find people the right people at the right time, you know, and that's always been the intention behind these. Um, so that's just an added thank you to all of you that have supported me and continue to support me. It really, really means a lot. Thank you. 
Right, today's podcast is asking the question, um, where do you source your power from? So actually on that theme of, you know, celebrity and famous podcasters and Instagrammers and so on, um, in, in uh, off the back of the revelations that are coming out, and I'm sure more will come out of people in the public eye who have let us down spectacularly through the things that they have done behind, um, I won't say behind closed doors, things that they've done in the shadows, really, the harm that they've caused to people in many different and varied ways. In light of that information and that evidence as it comes out and probably will continue to be revealed to us in various ways, the question is, where do you get your power from? Is it seems to me that we have somehow, I don't know how we got here, I think I missed that memo, but we've somehow got to a place where we are accessing our power from other limited beings or from AI technology. So we're giving our um, spiritual yearnings, our emotional yearnings, our thirst, our desire for knowledge and hunger, for... Um, enlightenment we're giving that over to people we don't know but we think we know them because they're in the public eye um, and they have a persona so we're blanketly we have for a very long time and I think this is why some of the revelations as they've come out and may continue to come out about people in the public eye is could be so shocking for people some people is because we've got as our sources of power other human beings that we know nothing about, but we buy into a very cleverly manufactured, staged, orchestrated persona that they create for themselves as as products. And, you know, you'll often hear celebrities and you'll hear people in the public eye talk about themselves as a product. They'll say, I'm a product, and as a product, this is what I'm selling. And whether they're selling a persona of being grumpy or being the bad boy or being the spiritual one. It's a persona that they're selling us. You know, we don't know their truth. And I think the revelations that are coming out about people and things that have happened in the shadows is showing us how actually split that persona is from the truth of the person. And that what we've done as a collective is we've handed our power over to a persona. So to a kind of AI, to a projection, to a CGI is really what we've done. And we've then fed that CGI with our desires and our hopes and our dreams and our wishes and said, oh, come on, give me inspiration. Tell me how to meditate. Tell me how to view the universe. Tell me how to view relationships. And in so doing, we have disconnected ourselves from our own sense of knowing and from our own sense of um, truth and integrity and sources of power. So what does that mean? I think what that means in times like this is that as our celebrities and our personalities fall by the wayside for one reason or another people are increasingly going to feel like they don't have anything to prop them up anymore because when your crutches are taken away like your celebrities and your social media and your pubs and your restaurants and your clubs and you know that group of circle of friends that you always hang out with you know all the things that we have created as crutches to define who we are when those crutches are taken away one by one as they have been during lockdown and they may, may well be taken away again what is what is going to be your source of power where are you going to get your information from where are you going to get your knowing about the universe from 
how are you going to navigate your way in the world when you don't when you're not you know clicking for that that course or that workshop or that download or listening to that TED talk or watching that YouTube clip like how are you going to access power that isn't dependent upon another human being telling you how to be a human being on this planet at this time because I think one of the most ridiculous things we've done as a collective is look to other human beings to tell us how to be human beings to how to be successful human beings rather than really work on establishing our uh, intuition and our connection to something greater than us that is eternal that is constant that is the light and instead we hand you know we hand our power over we hand our desire for knowledge over to people that we know absolutely nothing about but who sell us the notion of light and i've talked about this before you know i've talked about this in podcasts on how to choose your healer and false twin flame healers and so forth that a lot of it is just spell casting when you go on a website or when you listen to a meditation like it's just it's very clever energy manipulation and spell casting that draws us in and then we're hooked um and that if we can't see through that i think we're in a lot of trouble especially now like if we can't see through the people standing against angel wings and calling themselves earth angels and um sort of selling us uh, a false sense of spirituality then then we're lost and i think the revelations that are coming out will come out will show us that in that the personas that have been created by people uh oh we're really positive we're really loving we're very spiritual and then what's going on in the shadows are very are two very different things and hopefully our learning from that will be that we can't keep handing our power over to another human being to false idols and yet I think if we look at the history of mankind man has consistently handed his power over to false idols you know every religion that came in came in to say stop handing your power over to false idols stop sacrificing each other stop eating each other you know stop these these dark ceremonies that you're doing in order to get power and connect to the light and man goes oh okay how do i do that oh i do it through this religion that's nice and then that gets infiltrated and turns into something dark and then the next religion comes along and the next one comes along and so forth so what is our religion now and i think our religion now is kind of social media and celebrity and that's a very sad place to be that you know we are everything is marketed and packaged and sold to us um in a in a kind of shiny capsule and then we instantly sort of ingest that and believe it because it's on social media or it's um on the tv or it's on um a billboard and we don't question we don't question what we're really being sold we don't question what's behind the facade and the makeup and the lights um and the pretty advertising because we've become addicted to the pretty packaging we don't actually care that when we open the pretty packaging there's nothing inside it's like the emperor's new clothes i don't know if any of you um remember that fairy story but i remember it as a child and that you know we we open the pretty packaging and there's nothing there and we go oh god that's amazing i feel so great now oh look i've i've really kind of ingested this wonderful thing i remember years ago uh years and years ago going to paris for a holiday and um oh i loved it loved it and i went into one of these it was quite tacky little tourist shop just because i wanted to get some i wanted to get as much as i could of paris and bring it back um to the uk with me and i bought this thing called 
Parisian air in a can. So you could always, so you could always have the smell of Paris around you. And I remember coming back and being absolutely devastated. I was back in the UK because the difference between the UK and Paris was huge to me. And I, I remember having my little can of Parisian air. And I think at some point I opened the can of Parisian air and I inhaled it and it, and it made me feel so good because I felt as if I was back in Paris. I mean, that's what we're doing is we're opening shiny, we're opening shiny packages and inhaling nothing but our desire to be connected to something else other than where we are right now, other than ourselves. Um, and the danger of that is that when our idols fall, as they invariably will, when, as, when they let us down, when they disappoint us, when they show us that they're anything but being worthy of our idols, what will we do then? And I think for a lot of people that's going to create a real kind of um, destruction in the inner world. You know, when, when you've built your life around institutions and people, that you that you just blanketly adore, you know whether it's your government or it's um, a celebrity or it's uh, the monarchy, like whoever it is for you, and you have this kind of blanket adoration for people that you don't know, and when your idols are shown to be human and to be susceptible to the dark and the light sides of being human what does that do to our sense of self? Because we've given our power, our um, desires away to false idols. And in so doing, we're not really working on having a very strong connection to God's spirit universe, to ourselves, to our integrity, to our own innate knowing. And this is why so many people are saying that right now, the majority of the world is asleep. Um, happily following what the next person tells them to do on social media, happily following what governments tell them to do, happily following what the mainstream media tells them to think and do, and not questioning, and not thinking for themselves, and not connecting in with their own innate knowing and asking, does this feel truthful to me? Does this feel good to me? Is this my truth? And, you know, not everyone is doing that, and as I've said before, you know, I've been one of these people that's uh, probably often felt like I'm on the outside looking in. You know, it, I never really got caught up in what everyone else was doing, even when I was a child and at school and everyone's doing one thing or everyone's bullying one kid. I was always the one going, why are we doing this? So it's always been a part of my personality to just question. Um, and I, you know, and I... I I think I was born that way, but I also think my parents instilled that in me in lots of different ways, and that's a gift. But so many people don't have that. They haven't worked on that skill. They choose to suppress it. Um, they feel that it's wrong. You know, they don't want to be the troublemaker. Um, they just want to go along for an easy life. And that's what we're seeing right now, is that people are going along with things for an easy life, or they're getting swept away with things without questioning them, without saying... What's really going on here? Is there another way to look at this? Who does this really benefit? What are we not being told? What are the stories that we're not being told? While well, we're all looking in one direction, what else is going on? And I've got a podcast about that out there as well. 
and I think the, the danger is that um, we won't know where, as a collective, we won't know where to put our yearning for a saviour. Because that's ultimately what it's about. It's like people are looking to someone else to save them, a personality, a celebrity, uh, um, a, uh, a member of the, uh, the monarchy, a politician. Like They're looking to someone to save them. It's the, the dynamic that we often have with our healers and sometimes in relationships. And ultimately, no one can save us but ourselves. Like We've all got to wake up. We've all got to heal our wounds. We've all got to do the work. We've all got to collectively want to make the world a better place. And unfortunately, as a collective, we don't want to make the world a better place until our lives really suffer. And then we suddenly wake up and go, oh, this, this feels horrible. I need to do something. And my hope would be that we don't, that's not, that we don't allow that to keep happening because I think history has allowed us to keep replaying this pattern. We don't wake up until a catastrophe happens and then out of that catastrophe, hopefully some good comes. This time, I think our catastrophe is truly destructive. I think it's a it's a real annihilation of our civil liberties, our human rights and our souls. And that if we don't wake up and start questioning now, if we don't start saying, you know, who who am I giving my power to? Where do I get my power from? If we don't keep asking that question and realigning. So, you know, practically it's like looking at where do you get your sources of information from? If you if you just get it from one source, why don't you start differentiating the different sources that you can start to get your information from, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and so forth. Um, if there's certain writers that you always read, well, how about expanding that list and trying something new? If you're just doing what you're told to do on social media or you're told to do on TV or on billboards, how about not listening to any of that for a little bit? You know, How about turning the volume on that down and turning the volume up on your spiritual practice and meditation and time out in nature and, you know, tending to yourself, tending to um, the wounds within yourself that are asking for attention. Uh, so those are like some practical ways that we can start to access our power in a different way. So it's not from another human being, but it's actually a symbiotic relationship between us and the universe. Um, and through doing that, we start to view things in a very different way. We don't follow the mainstream. We question stuff. Um, and we start to align with what is our truth. It is a challenge. I think it's a challenge for all of us. You know, I think it gets harder and harder to, it is getting harder and harder to live within many structures of society, you know. And we can see that at the moment, that in order to fit into society, you have to do uh, what what you're told to do, you know, you have to um, practice uh, running your business a certain way, or uh, covering your face, or, you know, whatever it is that we're being asked to do, we're being asked to do these things so we can be allowed into society, um, to keep operating within society, and so what that means is that a lot of people just don't question what they're being asked to do, because the fear of being rejected by society is so great. And I think it's an innate fear that we have of being rejected. That we feel if we're not accepted by the collective, if we're not accepted by the cool kids, 
that somehow we're going to die on the outskirts of the village. When actually, if we have a really strong relationship with ourselves, with our spiritual practice and with God's spirit universe, we won't. We'll never be alone. We'll traverse any um, difficulty because there's always an energy that's got our back. And for many people, this time that we're going through is like a psychological warfare. You know, how can you handle being separated from your loved ones or not being able to do the work that you love or not being able to travel to places that you want to go to? Or, you know, how do you handle these things? You handle them by having a really strong spiritual practice. You handle them by having a very strong sense of who you are and being able to plug into a source of power that isn't dependent upon another human being. Um, or you just go with the flow. You do what everyone else is doing. And the danger of that is that you don't know where that, that current is going to take you. It certainly seems as if that current isn't taking us to the best possible um, outcome. And that were we to really plug into our sense of knowing in our integrity and our authenticity, um, we would be able to see the bigger picture and not get caught up in orchestrated, manipulated states of emotion. So I think it always, for me, comes down to spiritual practice, um, but it also always comes down to how much of the inner work have you done? Because I think when our wounds are left unhealed and unresolved, we are very easily manipulated by collective energies. We get caught up in states of emotion and we don't understand why. We don't understand why we're feeling fearful. Um, or why we're feeling anxious, or why we're feeling angry. You know, we think we're, oh, we're just picking up on the collective, but we're, actually, these things only get triggered in us when we have unresolved wounds. And when we resolve our wounds, and when we do the inner work, we tend to ourselves, we can, we can view it with a lot more detachment. So we can say, oh yeah, I'm getting caught up in this energy that isn't actually my truth. Let me observe that, let me understand why that's happening, and then let me disconnect from it. And I do believe that we only really get to that place when we have a very strong spiritual practice and when we have done or are doing the inner work on healing ourselves. And it's not, you know, I think people often think that when you're, you, you do the healing work, whatever it is, that you're going to experience this massive change in your life. You know, you're going to have this like light bulb moment and everything will change and you'll leave your job and you'll meet the love of your life and, you know, you'll get the car and the, the house and the money or whatever. And sometimes that does happen for people. What tends to happen for people is like a very um, uh, a very subtle shift in perception. It's like um, the the blinkers are taken off, and you suddenly see things very differently. And people talk about you know taking the red pill, and that you suddenly see it. You see it all. You see how we've been lied to and manipulated for so long. Um, but you also, through that, see incredible beauty and see the unconditionality of God's spirit universe and, and so forth. So I think in terms of, you know, where are you getting your power from right now? That's a really good question to ask yourself. 
in quiet time, whether that quiet time is meditation, having a bath, doing the cooking before you go to bed at night. Who are your idols? Who are the people that you put on pedestals? Who are the people that if tomorrow they weren't around anymore, you would be lost, bereft? And it sounds silly to even say it because I don't live my life like this. But, you know, I have been thinking about this recently is that for so many people, celebrities, pop stars, you know, famous people in the public eye, including spiritual gurus, self-proclaimed spiritual gurus, are the people that they get their power from. And so if tomorrow they found out that these idols were less than uh, perfect and had been doing things that were less than beautiful, a lot of people would be deeply devastated, like they wouldn't know what to do with themselves because they've made human beings into gods and have not taken the time to get an actual connection with God's spirit universe. And we do that by building a spiritual practice by tending to our wounds, which gives us a different perspective, and then we start to see that another human being is not our salvation. So it all comes full circle, you know, and that's why I still believe very much, very passionately in the work that I offer. And it's why I continue to offer it, you know, when there's no need for it anymore, I'll stop offering it. But I continue to offer it because I continue to believe that when we do the inner work, when we build a spiritual practice, when we heal our wounds, we start to really see, we become less dependent uh, for us, for our power on other human beings. And we become more self-generating in our powers and our um, strength. And that doesn't mean that we don't ever go back to a healer or a teacher to help us. Of course you do. But you aren't looking to a celebrity or a you know, uh, a social media person to tell you how to be in the world, that um, that you live life according to what feels authentic and good for you, and that that's a journey and a process that we go on, but I believe as we do the inner work, it becomes easier to walk that path. Not any less challenging, I have to say, over time. In fact, I think now is the most challenging time to be in your truth. But it gets easier to do it because we know that it's the only way. So some, uh, some questions to ask yourself. Some seeds to tend to and to see where that, that questioning, that discovery takes you. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, peace and gnosis. Until the next time.